are not sports center. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Debate Amongst Friends. I am the Professor John Guy. My co-host over here is Doc Leesner, the podcasting beast, and we're ready to provide you with another fun edition of sports news, analysis, and the reads. He's back. And better than ever. He's back. And better than ever. Doc's back. <laughs> Wow. Doc Leesner, wow. welcome back. The folks, they missed you. They kept sending me tweets. They sent, they dropped into my DM. They said, big man, I want to hear more of Doc the God. And I said, wow. well, I said wow. he'll be back next week, and he's right there he right now. Welcome back, Doc. How you doing? I'm back, and I want everybody to bask in my story. So <laughs> yeah, so I had to take um, I had to take a week off, just take a quick trip, and you know help some family. It was good, good times, good times. Um. And now I'm back, uh, and I'm so happy that you did that because that's so funny. Because the world, of course, wrestling world, is talking about Sting coming back, yes. uh, which is pretty awesome. Well, um, but yes, between that and, of course, the uh, Keep Me documentary, which you so aforementioned as well, too. Yes, um, which was really, really good. I got a chance to watch it yesterday after War Games. Um, wait, wait, you gotta say it the right which, way. War games. War games. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty good. Um, but the wrestling is, is doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I hope you're doing well, sir. I mean, I'm over here just LASGing over here. With a matching grip. Uh, but we had a lot of football this week. Oh, my goodness. Fun football. We had drama. I mean, tears going down people's eyes, seeing people's playoff chances whittle away. Kind of like, you know, back in the day, you know, you used to play a little bit of Pac-Man, you know, play a little Pac-Man, get some get some little 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 yellow dots, get the big dots, turn the ghost into blue. You know, you eat the little ghost, you get some points. And all of a sudden, they go back to their normal color. You try to get them again. You go, oh, do, 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 do. That was their In a week, let me tell you, in a week where it would have been better to start Taysom Hill over Kyler Murray. It was a really that week for certain quarterbacks. Is what kind of week this was. Um, but it was, it was fun, um, you know. Obviously, we have a few games that we're going to talk about, but Kyler Murray did nothing for me. Uh, Juju did nothing. Keenan Allen, nothing. Nope. Miles Sanders, nothing. Nope. Hayden Hurst, you gave me nothing. Nope. Terry McLaurin of the football team, nothing. Nope. Um, no, yeah, it was, it was a, pretty It was rough. a different receiver for the football team, actually, but we'll get to that. Yeah, I don't even. It didn't even matter which what it was because I can't get them. So, um, but we could we could definitely talk about it. <laughs> um, but let's talk about the New York Football Jets J-E-T-S, for a second here. T S Firegates Firegates Firegates. I'm having a hard time understanding what the bleep is going on down there. So I didn't watch the game. I saw the highlights, you know, when you, you messaged me and said I that the Jets were being the Jets. the second half. Okay. And it became a game. So by now, everybody knows that the Jets, of course, have – fired the defensive coordinator Greg Williams, which I think I said weeks ago that they would do because it can't, apparently it's his fault that the Jets' offense is really bad. And I think I even saw a article this week that's or last week that said that Adam Gates feels as though he's failed Sam Darnold by not developing enough. You have not developed anything. No. No. On this whole football team, there's no, no, no. nothing that, developed. That's, that's not true, Doc. He did develop something. A habit of trading away key players? Absolute 
Donkey. Donkey. Oh, you mean that little stuff that comes out of Napoleon's butt? Exactly. Oh, hello. Um, but yeah, I don't know what's going on in New York. I don't know how he's... I think that the GM honestly is holding on until the offseason. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, hey, let's let them finish out the season, see if they show us something. Um, and if they don't, maybe they'll let them go after the season is over. After after all these weeks. Yeah. Because it would You're be trying to tell me that they're going to get it to the end of the season. The end of the season. End of the season. I didn't think Matt we, Patricia. We both, we, like I said, we both said that that he wouldn't even last half the half the season. I personally didn't feel as though Matt Patricia needed to be fired. So no, I but the, and and the problem with that firing was more. They want to try to change the culture, but the problem but is they exactly like they don't need to change the culture. The culture is good. They just had a lot of injuries, and he's kind of he kind of had to fall on that sword. I feel like he got sandbagged because of having a quarterback in Matt Stafford that really, really just couldn't stay healthy. I mean, there's really yeah. nothing he could do. He played with David Blow. You just wanted to Remember? say that name again. You just wanted to say that name again. <laughs> I knew it. I mean, he, he, what, what do you want from me? But, I but, mean, but he, let's he, talk he, about the game. Okay. The Jets so they, they, taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. And disclaimer, Jay Riddy, you're our boy. You know, we'll mm-hmm. shake your hand. You know, we're cool with you. But for the Jay Riddies in the world, you might want to skip. Well, the silver and black attack, I mean, they moved out of what Oakland. What a little crap, first of all. Yeah. They moved <laughs> out of Oakland specifically to, I guess, get more fans and, you know, get a, what, get a, I guess a, I don't even know what to call it. I don't even know. A spark. A spark of interest, even though the fan base was like, the I didn't think that the Raiders were. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, mean, I didn't think that the Raiders were a team that needed to move. No, personally. if anything, they probably needed a new stadium. Right, which would have which, which been. And when I say probably, I mean they needed a new stadium. Because that would that would put more jobs in Oakland. It would have probably been perfect. Um, but we digress. So the mm-hmm. Jets were beating up on the Raiders all game based on what I've seen. Um, the Raiders no, had to balance. It was pretty record. even. That then the Jets. Started out to come back in the fourth quarter. I thought it was the Raiders that started making a comeback. No, uh, heading into the fourth quarter, the Raiders were actually up. Oh, awesome. Uh, so, yeah. So then Jay Reddy, you know, who said that he was even going to get rid of his entire Facebook. I mean, he's going to shut the whole thing down. Um is on Facebook having a meltdown and the Jets are battling back with Sam. Yes, I see Ghost Darnold. Um, and I don't even know who they have on that team anymore, honestly, because they've traded away so many players. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea. But their top uh, receiver is Jamison Crowder. For the year. And then I know I know that they had um, picked up Rashad Perriman from the Bucks last year, but I know he's been battling with injuries. Yep, but he uh, had so, uh, one reception for 22 yards. Yeah, so that's the one thing about the Jets is like I feel like they go after pretty solid players. It's just I don't think they have a a system in place, and that's where I think number one Gates has to go. Yes. Uh, number two, it's like I don't know what their identity is. Like you know, the Jets historically, you know, kind of West Coast ish, really a running team. Which yep. you know, against the Raiders, they had a chance to have some success with Ty Johnson, 22 carries for 104 yards. And this is no knock against Frank Gore, but you would have thought with Le'Veon Bell, Frank Gore, they would have had a nice one-two punch. It just didn't, it just didn't happen. And now they're 0-12. Yeah. So let's, so, let's, let's talk yes. about that last series. Okay. Which because everyone's have, course, too focused on that last play. Yeah. Yeah. 
And and I still oh. feel like because because Doc usually say this a lot, you know, hindsight. Yeah. Hindsight. If that last yeah. play worked in the benefit of the Jets, we'd be talking about yeah. how marvelous Greg Williams' coaching call was and how balls. What a risky. Was. Yeah. What a risky call. Like Greg, you got the huevos. The huevos. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it would have been crazy. You know, and, and I had the opportunity to, you know, watch some film study during the weekend as well, too. You know, Doc, you mm-hmm. you, you, you saw me watching some of these videos. I so did. The Raiders I did. play. The Raiders was going against cover three defense, and mm-hmm. the Jets gave up huge chunk of yards in that play. Sure. With I want to say it was what like 11 seconds left to the game, something like that. So I this, is, this a, is before the play. This is before the play. Before because, the play. Yeah, because uh, the Jets had five seconds left to try to do something, which, of course, didn't right. happen. Uh, so they're doing cover three. And, I mean, you know the you know what the risk is for playing cover three. You know where it is. I unfortunately do. Open. Yep. So well, that happened. So... Yeah. At that point, mm-hmm. Greg Williams is like, we ain't losing like this. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go, oh, I'm doubling down. I'm doubling down. <laughs> I can't believe you said that lady. With my job. I put a knock on tilt right there, folks. There we go. <laughs> Shout out to Borderlands. <laughs> No, that's perfect. That's that's a perfect way to put it. I but, am doubling but, but what down. made the last play worse than what people are saying? Yes, it was. It wasn't really a a zero blitz though, because they they had a linebacker spying, which people are starting to start. You know, when they really look at the tape, starting to see that. So that was one problem. Uh, so they was only rushing six, I believe, going against. Yeah, there was Five. rushing. Well, six. If you're saying six people blitzed, uh, six people rushed, then that means there are five in coverage. But you just said that one person was spying. One person was spying. So, so it's a zero coverage. Was it? Yeah. If you're saying that, you know, six people blitzed, one person was spying. It was only five, three receiver moving. That means it's four. I mean, it's four. I mean, it's cover. I mean, it's cover one, but that means the the safety moved over to the strong side. I mean, I didn't see that because, of course, the way the camera was, yeah, you don't really I mean, see let's, let's, the other let's side. Let's give a huge bravo to the camera work too, by the way. Just yeah, you don't. Yeah, but you don't really issue, see what's going on. But the issue on. I had with the play was the corner, and I don't remember the corner's name, and I really feel bad for him because he's a young corner. I mean, kind of has to deal with that. He. Kinda got caught with that double move, which I don't know why he would have even thought exactly. that anybody, you know. But I think maybe they were expecting a um, like a you know play where you throw the ball yeah, and you like have a, all these laterals. Exactly. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, like that yeah. was what I came out with. Is like, okay, I mean, it was more of an execution error. Than it really was of the play. I mean, it definitely. I, I, in theory, in yeah, theory, once again, hindsight. Because right. we, we can all say this now. Yeah, in theory, he called the right play. I mean, yes. you know, in theory, you know, sure, it's, you know, when you look at. All right, I give you an example. We're going to talk about. Actually, you know what? We don't have to talk about that game. We could talk about a previous game. Um, the Seahawks versus the Cardinals, mm-hmm. where um, the Seahawks sacked Kyle Murray at the end of the game. Yes, I think it was a four four man blitz. Maybe they had a spy, possibly, but it was a pretty much a four man uh, rush. I don't think with, it was a spy on that one. Uh, no, there wasn't a spy on that one because it was it was literally the last uh, play of the game. Last play of the game. I mean, but they were they were making some really, really he was making some really really bad choices with the with, with the, the football, football anyway. Exactly. Um, so my thing here is 
you don't have to worry about Derek Carr no. running 40, 50 yards down no, the field. No, that is not happening. And, yeah. and the receivers are not going to be able to block long enough yeah. for him to, you know, make a special thing happen. May, yeah, nothing like that. Like That's why I'm, like, so kind of confused as to why <laughs> why would you so i guess that's where it's like theoretically it's the right call but mm-hmm. then it's like what were you scared of like it's their car like if you put everybody back like you know you normally would yeah you know put everybody back like everybody back right if they do all that stuff in front of you that's great you know mm-hmm. they're gonna throw a screen okay throw a screen but one-on-one no no Mm-mm. no no car had to throw it <clears throat> down the field he, he, threw, a beautiful, throw he, threw, a be- he threw a beautiful pass yeah. um you know and I mean, the he, receiver he had, he had time in the pocket he stepped up in the pocket and just threw a dime and that's the part that really stinks is that he had time in the pocket and you just blitz six people and this guy has time in the pocket. So definitely kudos to the Raiders offensive line. Kudos to Henry Ruggs for actually blocking. Ma- no, Henry Ruggs made the, the catch. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. At the end. It was, yeah. Um, uh, Henry Ruggs. It was Booker who was uh, blocking. Booker, yes. Yes. yes Booker, Booker was back there. Um, and. I don't know. Like I said, I, it was just a free play. It, it was really the Jets being the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was the conclusion I came up with. Uh, as soon as the game was over, I definitely posted, yeah, Jets just did the Jets there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, what, they 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 sandbagged or something? Like, what exactly happened? And you were like, know. yeah. Because everything yeah, was they, going their way. And then that happened. That's so crazy, but uh, let's let's move on because I I don't know this game. I don't feel good if I'm a Raiders fan. No, no, and that's why we had to get the disclaimer out to J. Ready. Like you should not yeah. be happy about that one at all. But these last two weeks, I don't know if I would be happy to be a Steelers fan either. Oh boy. Uh so people have claimed this is the worst 11 and 0 team heading into the game, the worst 11 and 0 team in NFL history. Now I don't know how I feel about that statement. A win is a win still, no matter how you do yeah. it. It could be disgusting, it could be, you know, sexy like it's a win. Period. Oh, that's sexy. <laughs> I'm sexy. <laughs> Eleven teams try to take them down. And Eleven teams fail. They did. How it no happens matter what. is irrelevant. Period. Sorry. You're absolutely right. And I, I hate it that it's like that, but I mean, it is what it is ultimately, yes. and got to just live with it. Yes. Um. But yesterday, they couldn't. No. So yesterday, that's the where Steelers it gets got kind of tricky. Yeah, they got caught. They got. Uh, I guess their hands were kind of caught in the cookie jar, you know, where it's like, hey, we know what you're doing. And I think that's what the Washington football team players came out and said. They were like, hey, the Ravens showed us how to beat the Steelers, Mm -hmm. you know, and they executed and shout out to Alex Smith. I mean, still playing really, really well. Um, you know, not great football, but the thing that this, I think the thing that Ron Rivera needs, and this is the problem that we, you know, they had earlier in the season is protecting the football. Yep. And Alex Smith can do that. He's always been able to do that. Um, but go back to the aforementioned player that, you know, really dominated for the Redskins. You had Logan Thomas tied in uh, nine catchers, 98 yards, which of course I can't pick him up yet, but I'm pretty sure somebody's going to jump on him. <laughs> uh, and then you had Cam Sims, five catches for 92 yards. Um, they have just not been able to get their running game going. No, um, not, not since the Thanksgiving it, game. But yeah, it they've been really, really struggling. 
Doc, um, but I, this is this is going to be wild if I actually turn out to be correct about the Washington football team football. winning the mm-hmm. NFC lease this year. This will be no. wild. I think it's going to be the Giants. I can't see the Giants. Uh, I can't see the Giants not getting it. Uh, the the Giants, you know, which of course we'll get to. I can't see them not getting it. Uh, the only thing, other thing, I want to talk about this game is that with is I think the same with the Washington football team not running the ball well. The Steelers aren't running the ball well either. No, well, and the problem is they haven't been running the the ball well at all this year. Right, um, and I don't even. It doesn't even like it doesn't look good at all. Like this isn't the Steelers football team, and that's probably why people are saying that they they aren't as good as some people. I mean, say the they great are. man once said last year, people aren't watching games. Right, um, but you know what? Let's take a quick break and let's come back with some more of these games because I don't want to rush it. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, staying in the NFC East. We have the New York football giants, the aforementioned giants that I just said would win the NFC East, playing against the Seahawks in Seattle. What a weird game. I think I I saw the score was like five to zero at one point. I was like, what the bleep is going on over there? In the first half. Yeah, I was like, what in the world is going on over there? Um, somebody tell me something. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. uh, you know you know how they always say like when a team wins, it's the quarterback who gets all the credit. Right. And then when the team loses, right. it's the quarterback fault. Mm. This is not Russell Wilson's fault at all. Uh-uh. I, I don't know what was I, I don't know what's going on with the receivers. I don't know what's going on with that O-line, but uh-oh. Something's going on. Something's going on. Something's well, happening. I don't know. I mean, I maybe maybe they had something bad before okay, something happened because they didn't look like the same team that was scaring the rest of the NFC a few weeks ago. Now, I am wondering if they're going to get um, Josh Gordon back. I don't know if he goes directly back to the Seahawks, if they have to sign I him back. I believe he goes directly back to the Seahawks. He is Be- uh, he is reinstated. You know, because DK is great. Tyler Lockett is great. But then after that, there's a huge fall off. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Um, the tight ends aren't as good. I know that last year they had Will Disley, who was really, really good. Jacob Hollister, you know, but I don't think players after that are really stepping up. So I think if they do get Josh Gordon back, it would be a, a breath of fresh air. Um, but this is to take nothing away from the Giants and Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. And Wayne Gallman, who I know, you know, my cousin a couple of weeks ago in the uh, book clubbers uh, message, you know, he was all over Wayne Gallman, you know, talking about him. And he really, really wasn't feeling him. And I was just like, well, you know, easy there, easy. Yeah. You know, Wayne, Wayne is pretty, Wayne Gallman's pretty, pretty, a pretty solid back. You know, like he's not like the greatest back of all no. time, but I think he'll he's serviceable, which is a good word here for him. He's serviceable. And when I look here and see 16 carries for 135 yards, he gave the Giants exactly what they needed. Yeah, pretty much. I uh, kept so, the clock on their side throughout pretty much throughout the whole game. Yeah. Uh, the O-line did what they were supposed to do. And Colt McCoy didn't, you know, try to – you know, go out Do there and rob people. They just, no. is, like I said, with two of the first game, like he just did enough to win that game. Just do enough to win the game. Yeah. And he could be one of those guys that, you know, come in and 
you know, Trent Dilfer, you know, mm-hmm. Doug Flutie, you know, yeah. one of those old veterans that kind of just come in and just like they just play well. And all you could do is just sit back and be like, okay, like, let me just see what he does here. You know I what agree. I mean? I mean, and the fact um, that we had two Alfred Morris sightings, two TDs from Alfred Morris is right. incredible. <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely right. And um, I think the other part is, you know, the Giants defense. Uh, I saw the way they were spying and yep. keeping, you know, Russell in the pocket. I thought they were really, really doing a good job. And they did a like great said, job of containing DK Metcalf as well, too. Once they got past the Bucks, I knew <laughs> it was going down. Like, I knew it. Like, once I saw that, because a lot of people were like, oh, my God, they should have beat you guys. My People come to, oh, you're, like, you're, you're not a man. You know, you don't want to admit that they should have beat you guys. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say anything like that, you know. I didn't say anything about, you know, them, you know, beating us or anything like that. All I said was we won the game. I mean, because we won the game. I mean, yeah. Look at it. Look at the score. And that goes back to what you said about the Steelers. Like, hey, we won the game. Exactly. Um, and the Giants wouldn't beat the Seahawks. Uh, and they're 5-7. and seven. You know, I don't think they've lost since they lost to the Bucks, if I'm not mistaken. Um, because that would make sense because like that game they was really a turning. They have won all their games since the Bucks, Yeah, actually. I know they have because they <laughs> felt like they were robbed. I mean, that gave them a, a, an amazing, an amazing. Defense, to the defense. And, what's the defense? They did beat the Washington football team, the Eagles, sure. the Bengals, and the Seahawks. So out of all of those, I mean, the Seahawks is a pretty big one. Listen, the Washington football team just beat the Steelers, so... <laughs> well, once again, hindsight, this is before yeah. the Steelers yeah. game, of course. No, I get it. I get it. Um, but no, I, I think that it's... Um, but, 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 Doc, do you hear that? I don't hear anything, actually. Exactly. Hey, you know why I Uh-oh. said that, though, but we're going to keep on going. Oh boy! We the boys. We coming. I hear nothing. Um, but the last game here, we're gonna talk about the cold, teams that... winds of winter. Winter <laughs> is here. Wow, teams that we almost put both teams really. We talked about being on the hot seat at one point, more so. The first team here, the Titans, rather mm-hmm. than the Browns, um, because the Browns quietly have had, and maybe that's the key, they've quietly had a great season. Maybe yes. it was just a matter of them being quiet, knowing their role, and shutting, shutting their, their mouths, mouth. and not feeding into what the media was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Which, and which is what I said at the end of last season. I said, had they not drank that Kool-Aid, who knows right. what prob may or may not have happened. And the fact that they've been winning even when Nick Chubb was down. Right. And I think, honestly, and this is going to sound crazy, but they may be in a prime position to trade away OBJ in the offseason. Yep. Yeah, because... Now it's like, hey, do we really need this guy? You know, you know, do we really need him? You know, here we are where we are we have the best record that we've had in a while. We're we're primed to make playoffs. You know, like I know Baker isn't lighting it up, but maybe the Browns never needed any him to light it up. Well, I mean he, he lit it up Sunday. He, he lit it up. I'm talking about the whole season. Like he, yes. I hated, I hated that he lit it up this week. I would have wish he wouldn't have lit it up this week, but they didn't <laughs> need him. <laughs> this is the first week he lit it up, and we didn't. I didn't need him Scared to lit it up this week. <laughs> I needed him to just chill this week, but he lit it up this week. He could have held on to lighting it up 
for another week, any other week. Uh, I think it's week. too soon for them to trade OBJ. Um, I understand I why you would say so. that. Because I, what I, number one, you know Rashad Higgins is my guy from the is. EFL. I know the EFL is dead. It's uh, but <laughs> Yeah, I know the EFL is dead, but Rashad Higgins is my guy. Donovan Peoples-Jones he's from Michigan. He's coming back. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. I think Shout I'm out to last um, You know, Donovan Peoples-Jones, you know, from Michigan, he's a pretty solid player. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he, you know, he hasn't gotten – you know, I think people had high hopes for him. And then, of course, Jarvis Landry, who are, although he's a little older now, he's still very, very reliable. Yes. I think what he what we got from the Browns yesterday, even though the, the score doesn't really tell the story, like this is completely one-sided, yeah. you know, yeah. until the, the third the, quarter. The, yeah, the Titans really was scoring essentially garbage time. Yeah, and um, you know Corey Davis, eleven catches for 182 yards is you know a monster, but um, it was just too much. I mean that that onslaught of points in the first half, you know, thirty eight points in the first half, um, it it just didn't look good for the Steelers and the Titans. Oh, the Titans! Oh God, yeah, it didn't look good for the Steelers either. Um, but yeah, it didn't look good for the Titans. Well, at least the Steelers and, game was close about the whole game. That's true. That is true. I can I can definitely admit that. Um, but yeah, it just it's just no good, man. I, I I don't know. I don't know if the Titans are going to. I don't want to say make the playoffs, but I don't I, I don't think they're running. I don't I don't think they're running in. I think the same way team. You know the Washington football team figured out the Steelers. I think teams have figured out how to slow down the Titans, not yeah, beat them. They only lost four really games. You, you contain. Oh Henry! Oh Henry! I mean, fifteen yeah. carries for only sixty yards. I mean, this is the kind of thing that we was talking about with Zeke a few seasons ago. <laughs> exactly, and it kind of goes back to what I said um, a couple of weeks ago when I was talking about. Uh, the best defense, you know, is really a good offense. Like, yeah. this is, you know, this is it. Like, the best defense is a really, really good offense. And, um, you know, they they really they really figured it out. Um, but shout out to the – hey, listen, shout out to the Browns. You know what I mean? Uh, in a year where the Browns are 9-3 and three and even the Bucks are 7-5, and five, I mean, things are turning around <laughs> for the NFL. Um, the NFL is turning around. I mean, the Browns, I really the Browns have a chance to maybe, possibly, stealing the division. I yeah. Mean, the rest of their schedule is they're facing off against the Ravens, they're facing the Giants, they're facing the Jets, and they're facing the Steelers in the finale. I mean, it could happen. It could. Without I mean, question. Like, like a great man once said, anything is possible. Anything is possible. But speaking of possible, we'll be right back with more Debate Amongst Friends as we talk about hot seats. Prof. It is heating up. Oh my God! Actually, it's not even heating up. It is scorching already. I mean, it's burnt. Prop. It's burnt. It's burnt. It's burnt. I mean, uh, can't can we scrape off the top of it and try to save it a little bit? No. I don't think so. These are the hottest seats in the NFL right now. Obviously, we know the first person we're gonna throw on there. He should even have us his chair. He should be on the floor at this point. No, no. no. This is now the list there. of gays. Yeah, the exactly. list of gays. Fire him, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, at, at this point, I don't know what else to really say. Um, Adam Gates needs to be fired. It's, it's very, very clear. He's cutting dry. Um, yeah, it's it's like nothing else to even really, really be said. Fire Adam Gates. Dot com needs to be a thing. 
So let's get to the real list. That's yes. the obvious one here. So I'm looking at a website. Won't give the website name. I, I'm just using it for if, name. If, if they have stupid names, then we need to shout them out so they feel ashamed of themselves. But I get it. So the first name on this list, and I didn't really think about this at all. This is not somebody that I would throw on. I think, you know, he's still young and I don't think he's gotten a full opportunity. And that's Zach Taylor of the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, no, that's way too soon. He, he just that's started. Yeah, he just started his first year there. This is the second year, uh, four, four, 21 and one. So he had a tank year before they got Joe Burrows. Then they got Joe. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. Four, 21 and one. Um, for the 37-year-old. Um, He's not going know. anywhere. You, He's not going anywhere anytime soon. Okay. He could, though. I want you to know, if a, qual- if a coach comes available, which I don't think they would. The only reason they wouldn't, it goes back to kind of what happened with Jameis. Yep. Um, you know, they hold the coach so that you don't really mess up, you know, that chemistry with the quarterback. I could see that here. Yeah, um, I think it's right. too soon to try to pull that trigger, though. So I'm going to get that one to pass. That's not a hot seat. Gotcha. This was a little rougher. Um, you know, this coach has been here with this team for a while. They they had a strong postseason push a few years ago, but they fizzled out the team. I don't know what they're doing now. And that's Doug Marone of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, he's he's definitely just been out of there, actually. He is definitely on that hot seat. You think he's you think he's oh, done there, yeah. boy? Yeah. I don't know what happened because it's like at one point they were really, really hot. You know, they had Gardner Minshew. He was the future. Now he's not even starting anymore. Nope. Um, it's like such a weird well, thing going on there. Too, so I don't think that helped, but. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. So at this point, you think that Marone is on the hot seat and I have to. Yeah, he's on the hot seat. I don't know if he's on his way out. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So this one is controversial in nature. Okay. Um, you know, new coach, big name. We're talking about Mike McCarthy here in the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think it's a one and done, but a lot of people do. I Here's the deal. Here's a guy. As much as I would like to say he's on the hot seat, It's the fact that he is employed by the Dallas Cowboys, who they do not have the history of doing one and done coaches. They don't, unless there's a name that he really, unless there's a name like an Urban Meyer or, you know, somebody that a lot of people wanted last year. Urban Meyer does not want to get caught up in that. If if Urban, I'm saying, I'm gonna tell you the same thing I said a few years ago when they were trying to, you know, proclaim that Urban Meyer is heading to the NFL. If Urban Myers wanted to play in the NFL, uh, coach in the NFL, he would have done so already. True. He's not on the hot seat. Not on the hot seat. All right. Next here, and this is somebody that I personally have felt like he was on the hot seat weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I know you were saying that you didn't feel like you didn't feel like it was at that time, but I'm wondering if you changed your mind. And that is Anthony Lynn of the Los Angeles. No charges. No. I feel like he's going to get the Matt Patricia treatment and get fired. No, he's going to get fired. I don't want him to get fired. Yeah. I feel like he can definitely improve the team because they definitely, it's not like, I mean, outside of, of course, the absolute pounding they took from the Lolly Lule Low. Patriots for those that don't know. Oh my gosh. I mean, they really had competitive games all season. No, they have. And and, you know, in the beginning they were losing. And then the Tyrod Taylor effect happened. I mean Yeah. Yeah. I think I feel like he should probably get one more season, but I feel like because of this horrible loss might get him out the door unfortunately 
Um, I hate it because he has been pretty good. Um, but yeah, he might. This is a very, very small might get one more year. I hope he gets one more year. Just think about it. The Chargers getting a full season with Justin Herbert. Right. I think and the Chargers really, really are just coming off of you know, getting rid of Philip Rivers. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's it's a huge culture change. So I can I can agree that it, it probably will. He probably will get one more year. Or, or, or they might be like, you know what? Let's cut it now. Yep. So that we can just kind of rip the Band-Aid off. We're going to rip it right off. And Tear off some hair. Yeah, and just get straight to the new regime. It's possible. It is possible. I don't want it to happen, but I don't like it. I don't like it at all, that boy. But yeah, I think I think I think you should at least get one full season with Justin Herbert and give you know that team a chance to really find uh, the cohesiveness because they've they've had it at times, but I mean injuries happened and all this other stuff too, and. I mean, they just played really, really bad someday. No, this is absolutely true. Who else you got, Doc? So there's no one else on that list. Oh, however, oh, however, oh, come on, come on, come on. I did want to throw out one, possibly two other names that could be on the hot seat or should be on the hot seat. Give it to me, Doc. Doug Peterson. Oh, oh, he, he's been on the hot seat for <laughs> Yeah. He's definitely Oh my goodness. Like if he gets fired at the end of the season, I would not be surprised. And it stinks because I know they they invested a lot in Carson Wentz. I mean I saw a um a figure that said if he if he gets cut, like they're they owe him so much money. Yeah, the, yeah. he they and, paid him like he was a franchise quarterback. And after the injury, when he came back, he was never the same. Yeah, it's so it's so crazy. Um, I don't I don't know if and they don't have Nick Foles to save them anymore. And uh, and and I, I hate to say this, and I mean I'm I'm hoping that it comes true, but you know what is. Jalen Hurts really going to do for this team? Not much. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We will have to see. But I we think will. getting rid of Doug Peterson should be the first step. We'll see what happens. Okay. The next coach. Scumbag. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't even say it yet. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't even say anything yet. Oh, I'm sorry, folks. That was a Freudian slip. Yeah, it really was because I really didn't even say anything yet. It's so ridiculous. Who's the last one, Doc? No, it's gonna be two more. You said there was two before. There's another. Two. I know. There's still still two because oh, okay. I I thought of another one. This is somebody that I think you said may be put on the list because of the way this team plays, and that is Mike Zimmer of the Minnesota Vikings. Unfortunately, he saved his job. You think so? He saved his job. It's so rough because... The Vikings are so up and down. I think after they traded There's Stephon a, Diggs. Well, here's the I problem, though. Diggs. What team this year isn't up and down? The Steelers. and You mean as far as, like, overall play? Overall like, play. Not, yeah, not to buy, just overall play, not records. I mean, the only team I know that's up and down is the Bucks. I know you going to say scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> Them boys stink. I'll tell you, yeah, they get on my nerves, man. No. Um, had they continued their losing ways, you know, and, uh, the, uh, the, the, Vikings, the Vikings and playing, you know, just not good, 
I mean, yeah, he'd be on that hot seat, but they had some quality wins, unfortunately, and he saved his job for now. I just wonder about Kirk Cousins and if he's the guy. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. is he the guy? I don't know. That's a great question. And it's a question that we've been, you know, wanting to find out for the longest. All right. So seriously, this time, this is the last one. I don't know if, I mean, it could be too early. I mean, but they, the team doesn't look as though they're clicking under this coach. So I wonder if they'll pull the trigger on it. And that is Vic Fangio. Right, yeah, he doesn't go Bruce Arians. Well, I know you did. <laughs> oh no, that's why I didn't start off with saying scumbag because I knew you guys were gonna give me legit one. I think Bruce is honorable mention. I don't know what's gonna happen with that team. I don't know what's gonna happen, but Vic Fangio is the subject at hand. Mm. It's a tough one, right? Because he's still, it's only his second. Now this is only his second year. Yeah, um, that's the problem. Is the fact that he's only in the second year. But they really, really haven't done anything that that shows that they. But they also haven't had a quarterback either. And that's the other problem too. Yeah, they haven't had a quarterback. Um, they've been really, really just blah. Yeah, you know what? So I'm gonna counter weird. that one with another one. Bruce Arians, Matt Nagy. How it, that's so aggy. Uh, da bears. So the reason that Matt Nagy wouldn't be on the hot seat. Even though only he be, should. Only reason is because he was one Cody Parkey away from advancing in the playoffs. Here it comes down one more time to a kicker after all the battle that's been waged out here tonight. As it so often does. 43-yard attempt from the right hash mark. And... Oh, he hits the upright again! That's impossible! That might be the worst argument for a coach keeping his job I have ever heard in the history of this podcast. Oh, God. That's so crazy. I can't believe you. Who do you think you are? I am. They have lost six straight games. They don't have an identity. After going three and oh. They don't have an identity. They don't have a a true quarterback anymore. We have no idea who's playing quarterback for them anymore. Um, it, it's like I say, I, I know it's tough, my nag. I know it's tough. You want, uh, me tell you, let me tell you the funniest thing. So, of course, I barely watched first take. But sure. when Ryan Clark said this, I had to listen to what he had to say because he was completely right. He sure. said this season was all about the Bears getting in sync. The defense played incredible at the start of the season, but the offense stink. Now, but the team's the in Bears sync. Offense, the, the Bears offense, the is offense stunk, and the defense stink. Yeah, the Bears offense is always stunk, though. I mean, when you really think about it, the Bears offense, when they won the Super Bowl, wasn't great. No, it wasn't that great um, either. So, I mean, you look at some of these teams, um, yeah, a lot of these teams, they're not I don't know, man. If I'm the GM, I wouldn't want to keep Mac Maggie. Well, I guess it depends on what you're going to. So, number one. You only, you only won. If you're the GM. Hold on, hold on. You got to hear this because you, you didn't put yourself in a box here. If you're the GM okay. of the Bears, you also drafted Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, then I'm firing myself too. I mean, first of yeah. all, I mean, I wouldn't draft. Right. I wouldn't draft a Trubisky in the manner that they did. Yeah, that was really, really rough. Man. Because that is grounds for firing. Oh God! 
So if I'm the G, if I'm the GM, I already have my resume created. I'm on LinkedIn.com and yeah, I'm out there networking yeah. already because the writing's yeah. on the wall. If I'm the GM, I don't know if, if you're gonna put me in that box, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I don't know if GMs. It's so weird. It's it's kind of tough because it's like you had a chance at some really really quality quarterbacks. Of course, and this isn't the case of hindsight twenty twenty. It's folks. not. It's this like is not. you had some real winners. Like you had real winning opportunities. Like yep. oh man, like. Let me go and get this person, you know, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Mitchell Trubisky. And now he's not playing. No, he's it's playing like, again. Well, that's only because they have to play. Him. Exactly. <laughs> that's so rough. Like, oh, God, that's so rough. I think it's just the fact that you think about this Bears team and the players that they could have had at that spot. I, I knew they needed a quarterback, but mm-hmm. you think about passing on Leonard Fournette, the aforementioned Corey Davis. Yep. Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> right? Uh, and then you and then you get to Mahomes. Yep. Lattimore. Yep. Watson. Yep. You understand? So it's like you passed on a lot of people, and I think uh, that's where they made a, a huge mistake. And uh, it just stinks so bad. I wish they, I wish I can go. I wish I know the GM wishes he can go back and say, you know, Watson, I'm going to take Deshaun Watson because he's a gamer. No matter what, I'm going to take Deshaun Watson. And he would have been fine. Because I don't think anybody really, really knew about Patrick Mahomes but Andy Reid. Yep. You know, so it's like, okay, I'm going to take Deshaun Watson. That means Houston at this point probably would have Mitchell Trubisky. (laughs) And it would have been all good. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think think Trubisky was a first-round QB, according to the mock drafts that year. Yeah, I, I can't. I know he wasn't that high. I don't no, know for sure. No, he was either in the first round, uh, start to middle of the second round, I believe was the mock for him. Let's take a quick look here. We'll take a quick look. Number one, Miles Garrett. Number two, is this 2017? No, this one this one here says Mitchell Trubisky actually it's kinda weird. Don't like it. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. So yeah, I guess maybe they listen to CBS Sports, I guess, which I know we usually don't. No. Oh, no. After that typo they made that one week, I was finished. Yeah. Yeah, I know we usually don't do that. Yeah, ESPN um, had yeah. the Bears actually getting Jamal Adams that year. Right. Which would have still been better. And the Browns uh, would have would have gotten Mitchell Trubisky at 12. Yeah. I don't know. Which that's what I said. I think Houston would have probably taken Trubisky. Yeah, at around that time. Um, I don't know, man. I think and the Bucks um, would have had Dalvin Cook. I'm sorry, I just had to toss that one out there. Well, I know a lot of the um a lot of the fans wanted Dalvin Cook that year, but for whatever reason we just like I said, for whatever reason we decided to go with OJ Howard, which I understand he's a pretty big talent, really, really good tight end. Um Dalvin Cook obviously would have been a game changer for us, but what can you do, man? You know? What can you do? I agree. But yeah, I think uh, I think I would replace uh, Vic and put Matt Nagy in that seat. Yikes! I had to. If Yikes. I had to make the choice, I would substitute and put Matt Nagy in there. Oh, God, that's so tough. But Matt Nagy, yeah, the, the games. There might be a lot of turnover this year. And like I said, when you look at 
the Dallas situation, it's really going to come down to, hey, what coaches are going to be available? Yep. If we pull the trigger on this guy, because we're going to have to pay him for, for the rest of this his contract. So yeah, um, yeah it's going to be an interesting situation. Well, so. and then that'll make them look even more dumb because they could have just paid Dak Prescott all the time. They could have paid Dak Prescott the whole time. Remember, they said, but, but we don't have the money. But that's and that's the thing, and it's like, are you gonna go in with a clean clean sweep? It's like, hey, you know what? We're gonna get a new coach, and we're gonna get a new quarterback. We're not gonna sign Dak back, which I think they'll sign Dak back. But let's just say, first case scenario, they say, you know what? We're not are. gonna. Be. I really don't think they are. Dak goes to I Chicago. Really, I really think they're hey, gonna be dirty. Dak Dak goes to Chicago with a new head coach, and you know puts Chicago back in the map. New coach and you know Matt Nagy's replaced. You know Dak and freaking the Clapper go to Chicago. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how apropos would it be though? Since you mentioned that would the be Clapper, crazy if oh, the God. Giants win the division, mm-hmm. a season at the Heat. Wow. Clapping away. Clapping away. And you know, like right now, Daniel Jones, who's the, uh, I guess he would be the Trubisky of his draft, um, unless he can turn it around. Which I think, I think Danny throws a lot of great throws, and this is not because he's from Duke. I think he makes some really, really good throws. The problem with Daniel Jones is that number one, I don't think the Giants have the playmakers. They really, really shouldn't have got rid of Odell. No. Number two. Which they is really, funny really. He, he did an interview talking about what went wrong. Oh, it's time. Yeah, yep. and I, I just think that it, they should have found a way to keep him, keep him there. Um, it's just it's a tough situation. It is. It's a really, really tough situation, and I feel bad for him because it's like, yeah, you bring in Golden Tate, like okay, you know, you bring in, you know, Sterling Shepard. Yeah, you, know, you got. And it's like it's it's cool, but but is it I mean, really like? Yeah, like world change. Some we- I need some weapons. You know what I mean? Yep. We need weapons. Uh, so um, I would expect that they will be doing the whole weapons for Danny kind of thing, um, and and go from there. So we'll see what happens. I agree. I agree. But with that note, folks, we'll be right back with more Debate Amongst Friends. That we didn't get a chance to cover during the show. Uh, This week, after well, after last week's debacle of Nate Robinson getting destroyed, um, local fighter Logan Paul decides that he wants to take on his next bout, and it appears that the social media star has agreed to fight Floyd Mayweather on February twentieth in an exhibition bout. Prof, COVID has struck again, folks, as Ohio State and Michigan Saturday game is canceled. Back to you, Doc. And Eagle News, uh, Jalen Hurts has been named the Eagles starter over Carson Wentz. Um, I don't know what to make of this, but hopefully it turns the Eagles around. Prof? Probably not. And final amount for me, 40 years ago today, we lost lead of the Beatles, John Lennon, and it was actually uh, announced during a Monday Night Football game, which is also interesting. That is pretty awesome. Back to you, Doc. And that is all we have for today's show. Uh, Be sure to tune in next week for more coverage, more news, and the read.